peace family welcome to another edition of trust the process podcast my name is jocelyn renee and you can think of me as your digital optician i am so excited because i have two amazing beautiful women that have locks here today to share with you just a glimpse into their journey with locks of course while you're here as a guest, whether you're live or watching the replay, definitely check in in the comments. So if you're watching live, hashtag live. And if you're watching the replay, hashtag replay. And let me know where you're checking in from because, you know, maybe maybe one day we'll be doing a live podcast in your city. A girl could dream, right? Um, with our podcast and with just the way in which we show up for ourselves here in the digital lactation, trust the process space, we got some water, right? So if nothing else, grab you a glass of water, all right? So as we're talking, as we are conversing and, you know, just growing together, we can also hydrate our bodies, all right? So without further ado, I would like to introduce Melody, bringing her up to the stage. Hello, hello. Hello. Jessica. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Would, of course. I'm so happy that you could be here. And I would like for you to just share where you are and um, how long you've had locks. Like when, when about did you start your lock journey? Um. So I am in Maryland. I... <laughs> <laughs> I started my life journey, I think, six years ago now. Almost, I don't know, almost seven. It was yep. 2016. So, yeah, this, this summer, it'll be seven years. Wow. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and they were started by Jocelyn, so, yeah. That's why we're both like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. How about you, Melody? Where are you at? I'm in Ohio. Nice. And I started my locks, but a year and a month and a half ago. So 13 months. You just, you're pretty new in there. Yeah. That's exciting. So we have two different like perspectives in the journey. I love, I love when we have that dynamic. Before we get to our conversation, we got to decide what, what word we're going to use tonight as we're drinking our water. So I'm looking at both of you. I feel like Jessica, well, we know you have micro locks. Melody, mm -hmm. do you, you have traditional mm -hmm. locks? Yeah. Yep. So I feel like we're going to be saying, uh, what's a word we might, that might come up kind of often in our conversation? Journey. Journey. I <laughs> think that's the word. I think that's the word. All right. So whenever you hear the word journey, take a sip of your water. Okay. Better crack that bottle open. All right. So with talking about journeys, uh, Melanie, you're the, the newest one into the journey. So what brought you to start Locks 13 months ago? Uh, I had been thinking about it for many years and I was just frustrated with my hair. I stopped relaxing and was natural and um, doing basically just twist outs because I'm very stylistically challenged. So <laughs> me too. All good. So I was my grades started coming in 
on the side and they were like very unruly. They did what they wanted to do. So I cut off the sides and still twisted. And I was just frustrated with it. So I said, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Cause I had been thinking about it for years. So I'm like, I just did it. You just did it. And then when you first started, you went all the way in or did you put them in, take them out, come back? Now I put them in. Well, I started with two, um, two strand twists. Okay. And been with it. Been Haven't with it. taken them out yet. I thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> at one point I wanted to, but I, I, I was like, no, I'm going to stick with it for at least a year. So I'm still hanging in. Still going strong. Okay. We just passed that year threshold. Yep. <laughs> and what about you, Jessica? I know six, almost seven years ago, when I met you, totally different space, totally different job, yeah. occupation, life, all the things. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so many different things. Um, right? So I've always just loved the look of locks, um, but I'm from the very deep south of Mississippi and my family, so my brother had locks at one point and my family just like gave him the blues until he cut them. And so I just, you know, it was like unacceptable. So um, I was a loose natural for about, I guess, almost 10 years. And then it just became too much um, the longer my hair got. So I cut it. And then I was like, all right, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to lock it. And um, so I tried like faux locks for a little bit and I liked them. So I went to someone in Baltimore and she was like, you know, I tried to tell her how I wanted it. And she was like, well, no, you can't be, you know, picky. You kind of have to just go with go with it. And so she gave me like traditional sized, borderline thick um, sized logs with um, like a box parting system. And I was like, I don't want that. And so I ended up combing them out. And um, well, they didn't at all. So I guess I didn't really comb them out. Okay. <laughs> And then that's when I met Jocelyn and we had a full consultation about like, you know, the vision and how I wanted them and like what it would take to get that. Um, and decided on, I decided on a, um, what is it called? Organic. Yeah. The organic parting system. Yeah. Um, and I kind of wish I had one with diamond though sometimes, cause that's what you told me to do in the beginning. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I like, I like my organic parting system too. So one of like, one of the things that has always stood out to me and like years down the line is the reason why you chose organic partings. Do you remember why? I don't remember. So when you told me, like, as we were talking, having our consultation, you were just like, I want to go with the organic party system because so much of my life always has to be structured and in place. Like I want to control mm. this and I want it to be unstructured. And I was just like, wow, that is yeah, such an interesting way. To... <laughs> but it's a journey, right? Yeah. And Melody, like, do you remember your, um, what party system you chose? Did you start them yourself? Did you go somewhere? What was it? What was your installation like? I went somewhere because I, I was going to do it myself, but I wasn't sure like what products to use. And then it was like the back, I get lazy. So I was like, well, I want to have them all at least somewhat the same size. So I went somewhere and had them started just plain box parting, nothing special. Did you pick, did you get to pick the size or you just kind of was like, I just want to start locks, just do whatever you 
one. I picked the size, but they kind of did what they wanted to do. <laughs> okay. I mean, they were the size that I wanted when I got them first, when I got them done initially. And then as they grew older, some got big, some seemed to get smaller. So it's like I have a wide range of different sizes in my head. And that's when I thought about stopping because it was like, this isn't right. It's not supposed to happen. I was just wondering if that was one of the reasons why you wanted to comb them out. Like, Uh I feel like that happens for a lot of people. Like the sizing, it just is not like you have a vision when you first start and you see those locks and you're like, hey, this looks good. And as they mature, you're like, wait a minute. That's not what I want. Yeah, because all the parts are the same, but they're just like, I have some that are real thick, then I have some that are thin. And I'm like, I don't understand. And it was, it stressed me out for a while, but yeah. I accepted it, accepted it. Him, so all the different densities. <laughs> hair textures that we have. Jessica, mm-hmm. I know that you you have micro locks, right? Mm-hmm. Do you like that you have really small locks or do you wish you had gone thicker? Like what what has it been with you with your sizing? Or how has No, it been? I love the size. I love the micro locks. Like I absolutely love them. I feel like um until I have to actually wash and like retwist myself or like I try to curl it, like roll it. Um that's the only time like <laughs> But yeah, no, I love this one. (laughs) I feel like um, they're like easier to manipulate, I guess, when I want to like put them in a style or something. Um, Yeah, I love my colors. Yeah. How long did it take you to curl them? Girl, (laughs) I'm embarrassed to say. So I'll do like individual, like each lock gets their own roller. What? So at (laughs) at least like five hours. Oh my! Especially now that they're longer, yeah. Five. Wow. You know, babe, pull your hair forward because I feel like you're not you're not giving all the bundles, okay? <laughs> Give the bundles. Yes. Look at look at all of that. Five wow. hours. Yeah. So it Beautiful. takes a long time. So that's why I haven't rolled my hair since this summer. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. And curls are my favorite, but I just I can't. Melody, I know you said you're what did you, you said your style challenged. Have you tried mm-hmm. to style your new locks yet? I have, but then I get headaches, so it doesn't last. So I usually end up I'll pull it up sometimes and, or just leave it down. Yeah. Fair enough. Sometimes I'll use a head, some a head band. On there. Yeah, the yeah, head yeah. It's my birthday, so I'll put some jewelry in. Oh, hey, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Thank I you. Love <laughs> So you have, you've started your locks, you're um, 13 months in. When you first started, did you get any pushback or shall I say feedback from other people about you starting locks? Um, I got more, when I went natural, I I had more pushback then, but not when I logged. Everybody was like, oh, great. Don't stop. Don't give it up. Don't quit. But when I went natural is when I got the most feedback. People said, well, you don't want to fix your hair anymore. That's why you're not doing it. I'm like, this makes a lot of work. (laughs) Yeah, it really does. Um, Jessica, how about you? Because I know you said your brother got the blues. Did you get the blues? Like, what was the time lapse between the two? What was that like? Um, Yeah, my brother had him like. Like, oh, I was in like high school, uh, so it was maybe like 20 years ago. Um, me, no, I think, um, 
like Melody said, I think I got more pushback when I went natural. And then by the time I decided to lock my hair, like I didn't care what anybody thought. So like my family knew not to say nothing to me. Um, they would say maybe like little stuff every now and then, but not really. And now that they're like long and like mature, um, they compliment them. But yeah, before I think they just wouldn't say anything. Yeah, they just kept their opinions to themselves. That's good because yeah. that definitely was not my experience. Everybody <laughs> had all the things to say about my hair and how wild it looked. Yeah. How about your your being in the workforce? Like, um, what did what are your professions if you care to share? Mm-hmm. And um, how did that? How did you showing up with locks affected, or how did you feel like you had a representation in that space? Um, No, you can go ahead, Melanie. Okay. I am an independent contractor. I'm a social worker, but I'm an independent contractor at my job. So I can pretty much do what I want. Um, You can't really tell, but my hair is purple. I see it. Um, I see the the shades. I thought (laughs) it was purple. There were times there were times when it was more purple and no one's ever said anything about it because I can pretty much in that regard, I'm blessed. I could do what I want. Nice. Do you so you work with teenagers, children? Teenagers, children, and adults. Do do you ever feel like they are able to see themselves in you or give you feedback like, oh, like I like your hair and they're inspired by them. Do you ever get anything like some that? Do. Yeah, some do, especially with the color. They're like, oh, I love the color of your hair. I'm like, oh, thank you. So sometimes, yeah. Yeah. It's, it makes me unique. It, it so I like that. Yes, yes. What about you, Jessica? Um, So I'm in education. Um, I'm a teacher. I've been like in administration. So I, I think living here, like I work in DC. So I think it's pretty liberal. So, you know, um, a lot of people have locks. It's not, no, I get more compliments than anything. I don't, I don't think I've ever gotten any like pushback or negativity. Um, and then what was the second part of the question? Just do you feel like um, you're in education? Do you feel like the children that you are, that you interface with are able to be inspired or see themselves in you because you have locks or feel more confident because you have locks? Yeah, I think so. Um, We definitely um, exchange, you know, compliments and energy when, you know, if I see a, a little girl who has locks and, you know, I'll ask her about her hair or, you know, we'll, you know, we'll have different conversations about that. Um, even students that don't have locks, like um, that may have like loose natural hair, they um, tend to have fun, you know, talking about or like playing with my hair. So, yeah, yeah. that's amazing. I feel like, you know, just having locks in this day and age, 20 years ago, it, mm-hmm. it's different, whole different story, whole different reception to having locked hair. But yeah. now, because it's becoming more embraced and more mainstream, it allows children, teens, adults to feel more confident with having locks. So I appreciate you. If you've never heard, I appreciate you showing up in those spaces with having locked hair. One of the things I just realized, I don't know if you can see it in Jessica's camera, but her hair is colored too. <laughs> Melody has purple hair. So we're going to shift to talking about this color here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So, Melody, did you have purple hair when you started your locks or did you color your hair purple after your locks came? It was a little purple before. Okay. Why, why purple? It's my favorite color. Favorite color? So you're just <laughs> Mine too. That's my favorite color too. It looks great on you. Thank you. Did you try any other colors in your hair? It was kind of like a dark auburn reddish before I went purple. Um, maybe like five or six years ago, I, I did that. And what was the process like getting it from that dark auburn to now being purple? What did that uh, look like? Well, I had bleach, which okay. I did. I didn't like, well, my hair didn't like it. <laughs> um, but other than that, it wasn't too bad. Because I'm lazy, so it's like colored it once, and then it's like, well, it's growing out. Well, that's okay. <laughs> right. I'm just gonna keep it how it is. <laughs> yeah. So it's like maybe once every other year, I'll I'll do it and get bleach okay. it to go all purple all over. But other than that, nah. When you say your hair doesn't like it, what do you? What does that mean? What What does your hair? What did your hair say to you? How did it act when you did it? Uh, it well, it looked good, but it started to fall out. I have this problem spot in the back, and it started to fall out. And you couldn't really tell because my hair was so thick. But it, I could tell when I'd wash it and detangle, it was falling out because of the bleach. Yeah, yeah. So, mm -hmm. have you ever done any treatments with your locks? Like, how do you kind of balance between like wanting it to be purple and bleach, and your hair is like? sensitive to having it bleached in color? I've only been using rinses since um, I got them locked. Okay. Um, my daughter-in-law colors for me and she just I've does um, whatever rinses she can find. So I don't have to worry about bleach because I sort of like, I don't really want to do that right now. And it's just regular conditioning and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. And you, Jessica, tell <laughs> us about your journey to color. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, so my hair was colored when I got it locked, like just the tips. Cause I had, like I said, when I was loose natural, I cut it, I colored it and then that grew out. So when I started with the two strand twist, it was like blonde and like a, the it was like a blonde patch in the front. And then the rest is like, like a brown, like a copper I remember or something. That. And then, so that grew out, um, kind of cut those tips off. There, There's like a, maybe one or two like blonde tips here and there. Um, that little piece. Yes, I know, it's crazy. <laughs> um, so, and then I told Jocelyn that I wanted to color my hair. And then I had to go through this rigorous approval process that lasted like a year. Um, because my hair couldn't be dry. Um, I had to like do steam treatments. I had to make sure it was conditioned. I had to make sure I was drinking water. I had to make sure I was eating right. Like, so was it last summer? No, it was the summer before. So two summers ago, I got approved to get my <laughs> hair colored. Don't say it like that. <laughs> so it was like, um, I guess like more like a copper, I can't remember what, ginger, I don't know, something patched in the front and then the rest was like a auburn. And then, um, so I realized that that looked very different on locks than it did on like natural hair, like loose natural yeah. hair. Yeah. So I wanted it toned down a little bit. So it's now it's kind of, you can't see it and you can kind of see it, but yeah. yeah. So that's kind of color now. Yeah, it's like yeah. a copper auburn. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And so now I'm going through the approval process again because I want to get it recolored. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm working on getting approved. <laughs> but see, you say approved, and I feel I feel a little bit attacked because not approve <laughs> as much as we are striving to make sure your hair is healthy. Yeah. Okay? So I have agree? to pass the healthy <laughs> healthy checklist. <laughs> Well, that's good information to have because I want to go. I want to get my hair real colored again. So I was wondering, like, what should I do to make sure my hair is prepared for coloring again? Yes, definitely has to be hydrated. You have to have a um, your moisture balance has to be high because no matter what color, if you do regular color, like we color Jessica's hair without bleach, color you colored your hair with bleach, but whichever way you go. You have your you will lose strength and integrity in your hair. Color just compromises the hair, period, because it's a chemical. So before you color, you want to make sure your hair is healthy and strong so that it can withstand being colored. And so, like Jessica said, it's the um, internal hydration, her diet, water, exercise, low stress. And it's also the health of the hair, making sure your hair has enough protein and strength and elasticity so that it's not breaking. Because if you are stressed out and you have color, do you want to talk about it, Jessica? Yeah. So um, I was going to say, so before <laughs> I got the approval for color um, or for the health checklist, I um, I was in administration and education. And I was super stressed. Like it was showing up in my hair. And so like my crown is my like trouble area. And so it was my hair was breaking off. And so my locks were thinning in that area. Um, and so, of course, I could not get color because that would have just, you know, like she said, weakened um the strength of my hair so yeah stress level definitely made a big difference so i had to even that's that's on a checklist too i had to lower my stress and like get that area of my hair to you know kind of strengthen yeah yeah it's it's really important um so let's talk about what does that look like like lowering stress and keeping our roots healthy uh melody for you do you have any like regular practices that you keep up to maintain your wellness and lower stress? Exercise, meditation, and yoga. You practice daily? No. <laughs> meditation, Ish. yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> yoga, I do at least two, three times a week. And okay. exercises on the days I don't do yoga. So I'm doing do something most days. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing, right? It's not your self-care is not a task. It is a lifestyle. So the more you can invite it into your life, the better. Did you have those practices before you had locks or is that something you kind of developed as I you did. got into locking? I, I did that before. You did it before. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. Um, how about you, Jessica? What do you do for your, your wellness, self-care? Um, I would say exercise, um, yoga here and there. Um, journaling. Um, yeah, I would say just like not caring what other people think. Um, like letting that piece go. Um, Work-life balance. Um, yeah, just, I mean, because work used to be 
everything. And so it's just, so just prioritizing myself, um, Mm -hmm. whether it's like, you know, if I have to decide between making my tea in the morning or being late for work, then I'm going to be late for work. Not that I'm, you know, promoting being late for work, but, you know, um, you know, I just prioritize myself, um, you know, prayer, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is very important to center wellness. Like work is going to be there. And if something happened to you, more often than not, work will keep it moving and Mm -hmm. hire somebody else, backfill the position. While meanwhile, you're stressing hair coming out or just unable to keep going. So I do, Jessica can attest. We have conversations about it's it's not it's not the job is not the goal, right? Your yeah. your self-care is the goal, truly. And allowing your hair to reflect your health is it's a way that you can assess like how well you're taking care of yourself. Um I feel like this is such a good conversation. Melody, if you could share a piece of wisdom advice to someone thinking about starting locks, um, unsure if they want to because they are a lazy natural, as you say, or styling <laughs> challenged, if you will, what what piece of advice would you share with them? I would say to do it and to don't give up when you get frustrated and you think that it's not turning out like how you want it, just accept that it's doing what it's supposed to do. And that's what your hair is taking control. So just let it do that and just relax into it. I love that. It's definitely solid advice. And Jessica, um, I would definitely what say- advice would you share? I would definitely say do it. Like, just go for it. Um, I think just figuring out your why for wanting locks. I mean, I think when I started my locks, I thought it had to be like this really deep, like spiritual why. And I think, you know, everybody has a different why, but just knowing what your why is, even if it's just um, for the aesthetic, you know, but knowing that it comes with a big commitment um, and you have to like accepts your hair through every phase, you know, of course there is no ugly phase, but you have to accept your hair in every phase and each phase, nine times out of 10 is not going to be what you expected it to be. Like I couldn't wait for my hair to get long and now I'm like, oh my God, it's a lot of work. Um, So yeah, I would just say, do it, know your why, know it is a commitment, Um, but you'll grow like, through the process with your hair. So yeah, just do it. I love that. That is great words of wisdom. Thank you. Thank you so much for spending some time with me, talking about the process with locks, sharing a little bit about your journey. Um, Do either of you have um, contact information where people could follow you online or you kind of keep it low key on the social social media streets. I'm kind of low key. Low key. Okay. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> my Instagram is um, I think it's my underscore melanin underscore magic underscore. I have to look and see though. Cause those that melanin magic. Kinda, yeah, it kind of throws me off. So yeah, it's my underscore melanin underscore magic underscore. Well, you heard it here first. Uh, 
Thank you so much for being on the Trust the Process podcast. I truly appreciate you sharing your words of wisdom, pieces of your journey, inspiration about color, just trust in the process, essentially. Um, it is necessary conversation. So thank you so very much. And I hope to have you back on the podcast again soon. Yeah, thanks for thank having you. us. It was fun. Yeah, thank you. Of course. All right. For those of you that are still here with me live, uh, just a few quick announcements that I want to share. First, I want to shout out Kimberly for, per, or Kim, well, Kimberly, we, Kim, Kimberly W <laughs> for purchasing a super sticker for the conversation and podcast. I truly, truly appreciate your support. It means the world to me. Once upon a time, all of our super chats, we're going towards our shampoo collection. And I'm happy to announce that the shampoo collection is finally here. So if you have been thinking about trying Crown Elements, if you have not yet tried Crown Elements, be sure to head over to crownelements.com. Join our mailing list because the shampoo's formulated. So it's coming out. I will be putting samples in orders as they come in for the month of February so that it can be released in March. Super excited about that. Couldn't have done this without you being a um, entrepreneur that is literally just building everything from the ground up. Your super chat, super sticker purchases, purchases of Crown Elements, just any support that you have invested in me. I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. And it is coming, coming to you soon. Just Clean will be our first shampoo. So I'm happy to let you all be the first to know that the shampoo is here and orders as they come in towards the end of February. So I say around the end of February, they will be in all of those orders. All right. So thank you so much. Please share this podcast with a friend, like the video if you learned anything or were inspired by anything that was shared, and subscribe, right? We're on a journey to 100,000 in the family, so make sure you hit that subscribe button, turn on notifications, and as always, I am wishing you peace, love, and good vibes. I'll see you next week, Thursday, 8 p.m., for another edition of the podcast.